Oh shit, we don't have a theme song. Oh shit, you're right. Where are we gonna go? I don't know. Like, do we get, do we have time to buy something? No, no. We just we just have to riff. We're gonna no, just riff, riff it. Oh, oh shit, it's the nostalgic front. A podcast from Patrick and Reem. We like movies, TV, and games. Junk food, juice boxes, forgotten things. Oh wow, that was that was adequate. Yeah, that was like pretty good. Yeah, are we just gonna use it for every episode? I, th- I think we should. I think we have to. Thank you for listening to the new Nostalgic Front podcast. I'm Brandon Ream. And I am Patrick Hasty. Hell yes, you are. Hell yes, I am, bud. How's it going? I'm good. I'm great. Yeah. I am fantastic. Aw, baby's black balloon makes her fly. Viva goddamn France. I almost fell into that hole in your life. My You're ball. tomorrow. <laughs> I pulled the lyrics up. Nah. Because you were the same as me. But on your knees, oh snot! Pull <laughs> some deep cuts, you are. Yeah, yeah. That was black baby. That was black balloon. That's a good one. It's uh, about when you're smoking and you or you blow a balloon. You you blow smoke in it. It's a black oh, balloon. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, you ever? It's also fun to do that. I don't smoke anymore. Or uh, cigarettes mm-hmm. did did for a good five years back in. Would the it day. be funny if that's how you announce to the listeners you don't? do weed no more oh no well i don't smoke weed uh mostly vape nowadays vape and eat and fucking uh put yeah. on your skin through a lotion uh-huh yeah but uh you know it's always fun huh. smoking and blowing bubbles yeah i bet have you ever seen that man i'll tell you what just the thought of it really grosses me out i bet it's cool but the idea of having smoke in my mouth and then having gum in my mouth no, no, gross. no, no. Uh, soap bubbles. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Not bubble, be... not bubble gum bubbles. I think you meant like blowing a big old bubble I, and when hey, it pops, it's smoke flying out. I could see you making that. Uh, that would be pretty gross. Yeah, that'd be gross but as hell. It'd be cool to look at, I guess. Or yeah. from a distance, maybe a video of it. Yeah. No, uh, uh, blowing the water bubbles. Yeah. Soap bubbles. I love soap bubbles. That's still that's never left my shower uh, habits since I was like a little kid. Oh yeah, there's a little bit where I'll I'll squirt a little of the shampoo in my hand and uh-huh. then I kind of kiss where the shampoo is. You kind of give a little bit of a kiss and then it gets the the soap on your mouth, the shampoo in your mouth, and then you can just blow bubbles like crazy. And I well, love wait, it. if you if you blow bubbles while taking a drag of a cigarette, they'll fly across the sky as usual. Mm-hmm. But when they hit something, they yeah put, a, put off a little bit of smoke. And then so people are like, people are like, "What the fuck are you smoking a cigarette right now?" Yeah, at, with the kids at the park, it's yeah, great. They yeah, love yeah. it. That's fun. Uh, you ever you ever have uh, bubbles around uh, shy? No, not That'd yet. Be fun. Go go yeah. do it. The bodegas, a lot of bodegas have bubbles behind the counter. Go get a little bottle. And then blow- Murphy goes fucking apeshit for him. Bites him. He loves to bite him, which is really fun to watch. Uh, yeah, it's really great. You should really freak about uh, if you get some of those, like, you know, the guys that, like, really go for it. Like, there's people out there making a living. Yeah, blowing bubbles. Yeah, but they they take um and they, like, run with them. You know, the big, giant, long yeah, bubbles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you put, like, a fucking hula hoop into a pool of soap, and all of a sudden you run, and you got this 
giant long bubble? Yeah, I I believe it. Did you ever hear about my buddy Don? Uh uh-uh. uh He had tiny bubbles in the wine. They made him happy. They made him feel fine. Oh, that's Don Ho. Yo, I fucking love. Speaking of bubbles, just gotta give a shout out to my old homie. Yeah, Mister Bubbles. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm- yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure that stuff ruins your skin. Yeah. Like, nobody's getting Mr. Bubbles now. Oh, that's But back funny. in the day, I, you would get the big powder-ass box mm-hmm. of Mr. Bubbles, pour it in. Man, I, I miss a good bubble bath. I can't even fit in a fucking bathtub. <laughs> yeah, you big fat These fuck. days. Yeah. You said Mr. Bubbles, that I was so on board because in my head, I was thinking of Mr. Bucket. <laughs> They're related. I gotta be, but then I googled Mr. Bubbles and I was like, "Oh yeah, you're talking about like bathtub shit." I thought you were talking about the like Mr. Bucket bubble yeah. out of his mouth. Mr. Bucket, buckets yeah. of fun. Yeah, Mr. Bucket, Mr. Bubble. That'd be so funny Mr. to pitch yeah. that for Mr. Bubbles. Like, go in there and your pitches. How about a jingle? Uh, Mr. Bubbles, <laughs> balls pop out of his mouth, and they're like, "Wait a minute, what are you talking about?" <laughs> uh, it's like, do you think it's weird that there is two? things called avatar that are just going <laughs> like those the james cameron avatars oh yeah and then there's the avatar the last airbender can, series can we not call it a series until there is an avatar too i watched a documentary about the hobbit the other day that said a lot of the second and third avatar movies are filmed they Gross. apparently they were filmed in new zealand and they're all done and stuff what when, when the hell are we going to get our tetris me movies was that just a meme? Were they just trolling us? We were supposed to get Tetris movies. Tetris film. Tetris film. Wikipedia says Tetris is an upcoming biographical film directed by John Baird, um, starring Taron Egerton, who he's fun. Yeah. Uh, Togo Wallop. Elton John. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. It looks like it's going to be about the making of it. It's not going to be a game where like it's not going to be like pixels or oh. anything. Well, that's actually got an interesting story. So I'll fuck with that. Yeah. Uh, that's what that's what this tells me, at least according to Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Let's see. Uh, uh, speaking of Wikipedia, what are we talking about today, man? Uh, today we're talking about Nick, 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 the Nick, 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 Nick. We've been talking a lot about the band Snot on the prior to recording today. Yeah, rest in peace, Lou Dog. Rest in pre- peace. That wasn't Lou Dog, you dipshit. You think you think Sublime's dog died in the car with snot? No, yeah. man. That was their dog. His dog did die in that car crash, though. Yeah, I know. Lynn Strait, the dog that's on the cover of the album. Uh-huh. Really sad. Is it, it Lynn Strait? That's right. Yeah, yes. straight up. Yep. Um, But anyways, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Nickelodeon. Ah. Nickelodeon. And yeah. we're... I assume we're kind of talking about like the Nickelodeon we're a, a part of, you know, right? Like, we're a I mean, part of Nickelodeon. Like we're not going to be talking about like the iCarly all that much. I can't imagine. Oh, no, because huh. we don't know. Like that's there's a lot of YouTube videos about Nickelodeon that are like, why did does Nickelodeon suck now? The downfall in Nickelodeon, and it's like, well, it doesn't. You're just old, and so yeah. you don't fucking know those shows, you know? Yeah, yeah. I do have to say that iCarly. Yeah, uh, I've noticed is one of those shows. Like, obviously, I was way too old for it. Yeah, but it's one of those shows that makes me feel old because you're seeing so many people. Like, it's a very nostalgic. Like, 
it's getting like boy meets world. Like, yeah. Like people are talking like one of the stars retired recently. Anyways. Yeah. I I'm in the peripheral of it. And it's like one of those shows I would have never thought anything about because it was for kids. Yeah. It, that's, that's the constant thing. And I think that having this podcast throws that in our face more. Oh yeah. Um, because like there are guests of ours. Like I think of somebody like an Anya Vols, who's mm-hmm. all, you know, so much younger than us. I bet I Carly was a huge deal for her when she was a, the way that Rugrats was a huge deal for us. The way Boyant's world was a yeah. huge deal for us. And so the more you see that and it, it's just very weird, but also I think that's great. I really love that. these oh, keep going. Yeah. Now, I think we would be, let's, I'll do the Wikipedia real quick. And then I want to make a statement real quick. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like there's so, people out there voting. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Make no. Your, your thing. I thought it, I was an asshole. No, not at all. I thought it was very funny. Nickelodeon often shortened to Nick is an American pay television channel that was first tested on November 1st, 1977. It's good. You got to get tested. It's a big part of uh, keeping this virus under control. That's right. Before nationally launching on April 1st, 1979, April Fool's Day. Uh, Yeah. Stick to the fucking Wikipedia. Oh, my God. You're correct. I got to stop these bits. As the first cable channel for children, it was owned by Viacom through its domestic networks division and its Nickelodeon networks division. It is based in New York City. The network's programming is primarily aimed at children, teenagers aged 2 to 17, while some of its program blocks targets a broader family audience. That's all I need to read. And the one thing I want to say is, okay, so there's all these, this is the thing I didn't, I don't know the specifics. I didn't read into it because I don't really want to even give it my time and brain power. There's apparently a producer on for Nickelodeon who is like a sexual predator and he made a lot of shows in the like 2000s and there's like a million videos about how this guy's a monster and so i believe that sure i believe the his victims and stuff but i also don't want to give it the time of day of talking about it too much because we have other stuff to talk about that we yeah we don't want to talk about the negative stuff and so we'll talk about the positive stuff is that okay yeah cool also those are a lot of shows i don't fucking know a damn thing about so it like works out too you know okay is that is he iCarly again he probably was the creator of iCarly i assume mm. um he he's a i don't want to oh say yeah that. i heard about you know that about? uh yeah yeah melissa joan hart she explained it all uh-oh what is this i'm getting a very important phone call I don't it know fucking that. better be i'm not is i'm not I'm not oh, hold on i do have to answer this god damn it this is can, can we do riffs on it? I don't um, know what's happening. I don't know who this is, but if it's a work call, I have to take it. This has never happened. Splice it in. Hi, this is Patrick. I just had a missed call from this phone number. Oh, what about a Mr. Call? What's happening? Google is trying to connect me. Can you hear the ringing? Yeah. Here we go. What do you think? DSA or FedEx? When you guys are going to come down here and fix my roof? Frank Rizzo. Right? Oh, sure. Hi, my name is Patrick. I just had a missed call from this phone number. If you want to give me a call back, that'd be great. Thank you. Bye. I just hope it wasn't something important for work. Okay, well, maybe I'll remember to edit that out. Maybe listeners heard it a minute ago. <laughs> I he this guy is he's just a guy who created a bunch of shows that yeah fuck and, yeah and I don't know what shows he created. So if we talk about them, we're not giving him the time of day. We're just talking okay. about this stuff. 
Um, anyway, so it wasn't she, face, was it? Oh no, wouldn't that be the worst? It was stick stickly. Stick stickly's yeah. canceled. Uh-huh. Uh okay, so what's your experience with uh, Nickelodeon Bud? Oh man, spent uh definitely most watched cable network growing up. Yeah, really? Right? I would yep. think so. That or especially before ESPN days. Yeah. Did you uh Okay, so you guys you guys always had Nickelodeon? Is that what I'm hearing? Uh no, off and on. Okay. Like we never had cable throughout the entirety, but we mostly had cable. Okay. The so I'm I only had my grandma had Nickelodeon when I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. And so like going to my grandma's house and watching Nickelodeon. And then when I was a little older, going to my grandma's house, watching TV, was so important. Yeah. So, there's so many, when I think of Nickelodeon shows, I almost inherently don't even think of it. I'm thinking pre Rugrats. I'm thinking of uh, pre Nicktoons. Yeah. If you will. Yeah. Like they I'm were thinking, branded as Nicktoons. The certain shows like, like David, the gnome. Yeah. And, uh, Eureka's Castle. Those and, are all Nick Juniors. Oh, is that is that? It, but that's the thing. Is it Nick Junior? Because Eureka's Castle came out in 1989. Was that? You know what I mean? Is it, yeah. Was this made by Nickelodeon Studios or was this bought by somebody else? You know, I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, for the most part, pre the Rugrats, like yeah. Rugrats. My understanding is those are all Nick tunes, and that's kind of like the beginning of Nickelodeon studios. Mm -hmm. So uh, they all premiered like at the same time, Rugrats, uh, Rugrats, no Rugrats, Rin and Stimpy and Doug all premiered on the same day. And then that, that was the launch of Nick tunes. I just get confused on all this shit because it was on for 15 years beforehand. So I get confused with all the shit that was out beforehand. So, Oh yeah. Well, beforehand that was a lot of what's the B show. Maya the Bee. Maya is yeah, Maya the Bee. That's it. Uh huh. Um, that was a Japanese import. Yeah, a lot, and, a lot of Nick Junior was Japanese import. Was imports. Yeah, and David the Gnome was that was that anime? I guess I could see that. No, it anime. was like German or Spanish. Finnish. It's Spanish yeah. animated television. Um, I loved the show. I loved David the Gnome because he was fucking. It, it was uh the dad Horny. from. It was the dad from uh Happy Days. Tom Bosley. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very cool. Uh, but yeah, it was a good, I liked all those shows. Uh, Shining Time Station was on it for a minute. Uh, Thomas, and the, that was later See, on Thomas Higgins and stuff. I remember my first couple Nickelodeon shows that are burnt into my little brain are, uh, you can't do that on television. Yeah. And today's special. Ooh, I don't even know today's special. Today's special is the one with the scary rat and the mannequin guy. Oh yeah, okay. And, and the Muppet security guy. No shit. I'm gonna look up the wiki, the photos. Um, but uh, you can't do that on television. Was like, damn. Yeah, I remember today's special. I didn't yeah. realize this was a thing. I, I, this is one of those things that happens every once in a while on the podcast where I'm like, oh yeah, I remember them. Uh-huh. I didn't think I did. It didn't make sense when you were describing it. Also, what's the other one? Um, what's the one with uh? Oh fuck! Skin, skin, and marinky dinky dink. Sharon Lois and Bram. Yeah, the was elephant that, show was that Nickelodeon also. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. it was shown on Nickelodeon. Yeah, yeah. Sharon Lois and Bram. Damn. Like eighties Nickelodeon. This is what we were getting. It was a yeah. lot of the syndicated stuff. Uh, the afternoon was mm-hmm. all of your educational Nick Juniory. 
you know, David the Gnomes, Muppet Babies. Like, they didn't own any of their no, stuff. No, and they had, like, a Nick... They also had a uh, thing with Looney Tunes for a long time where Looney Tunes would air on Nickelodeon and stuff. Yeah. I, well, I, I do think one of the first things that they made in their studios and owned was the Timeless Game Show, Double Dare. Double Dare. And of then, course. of course, they had all the game shows after that. Uh, yeah, like, uh, Figure but, It Out and... Yeah, Guts guts um i wish there was a really easy to go through nothing is done by date oh yeah so i'm just gonna go through i'm just gonna go through some of these things so um unscripted preschool mini god you fucking i sorry there's a lot there there is and i wish it was just in order because it's there we go okay here we go so this is the original programming for nick tunes okay doug rugrats and rin and stimpany rin and stimpy rin and stimpany Doug Rugrats and Ren and Stimpy the same day, August 11th, 1991. Then we come in, huh? Rocco. Ro- uh, Rocco, right there, 1993. We did a whole fun size of well, Rocco. Ma- I can't believe it was two years yeah. between the debut of the Nicktoons and Rocco. I just remember Rocco being with them. No, yeah. well, And because, then what? It was yeah. Ah, Real Monsters and yep. something else that came hey, out. Hey, Arnold. Really? Uh, hey, no, Arnold. No, 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 sorry. All Real Monsters was by itself. So All uh, Rocco was 93. All Real Monsters was 94. And then Hey Arnold and Kablam were both 96. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I liked Kablam. Yeah, Kablam uh, was even, fun. I was a little bit too old for the, you know, Target demo for Nick yeah. at that. Like 14, you're going to be watching, you know, yeah. fucking Hercules and shit. I don't know. <laughs> by the by the time Kablam came out, we had because we got a satellite like in '94, maybe. Yeah. So by the time Kablam came out, I was now watching all the stuff at home. And so things like Kablam, The Angry Beavers, Cat Dog, those are what I watched on my when I was homesick. That was like my favorite to yeah. like, I'm just gonna binge Nickelodeon stuff today or in the summers. It's like this is what I'm gonna watch all day. Right. Well, you talk about uh how there's these videos out there about the downfall yeah. and Nickelodeon or whatever. It's not so much that there was ever a downfall. It was more so that there was a giant fucking peak in the 90s. Like pre-cartoon network, pre-internet. Pre-streaming and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Just like... Well, and what's funny, the the most interesting thing about it is so all these shows that... And then like... So there's probably like... I would consider our heyday is probably dug through... uh, I guess cat dog i like i don't know i never watched the wild thornberries i know stacy did but i never watched it rocket power as told by i never saw those shows but then there's the next gen like i would say the next like group invader zim fairly odd parents uh jimmy neutron those are huge yeah you know and so and then of course smack in the middle of all this spongebob came out in 2001 i think or 2000 yeah so so spongebob you just like you said Nickelodeon did peak in the 90s with how quality and how good it was, but their biggest and best stuff was still on the horizon. So, like, their peak lasted, like, 15 years or 12 years or something. Oh, yeah. Well, SpongeBob dwarfs every other thing that they've done. To this day, they still show, like, SpongeBob is still, like, a huge fixture. It's, it's like, it's like their ridiculousness. (laughs) Who thought that out of all the MTV shows... That would never die. We'd get ridiculousness. That guy must. Do you think he just worked for free forever? So it's like they didn't have to pay him or something. 
I don't know. It's insane because he's got the likability of a goddamn shoe. Also, Invader Zim's interesting because that's one of the few Nickelodeon shows that kind of broke out for an older audience. Yeah. I guess I, that and yeah. Avatar yeah. eventually. Yeah. And, and Invader Zim was a lot of girls. A lot of girls when I was in my band in the early 2000s, uh, a lot of the girls that liked our emo band were really into Invader Zim. I always remember that. Yeah. Uh. And those are shows that I would, when I was in college, if I, I, I can't tell you the plot of uh, Fairly Odd Parents, but I've watched 20, 30 episodes over the years, you know, mm-hmm. um, just because it was always on. And then then they get, yeah, like you kind of mentioned it, but uh, they get into that, that era when Avatar came out and Danny Phantom, which are almost like cult. They're like different types of television. They're like prestige yeah. art animation. Um and I mean, in Avatar: The Last Air- Airbender opened up like a whole new world of uh, accessible uh, anime, almost to uh, young children in a way well, that in Inuyasha or yeah. whatever, all this stuff on. Adult well, it's because it's not even anime; it's American. It is, but it's like kind of the storytelling is kind of rooted in that same, yeah. which is not something that like you you watch Rugrats and you watch uh, uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender, you definitely see a difference. Um, I wish I'm, and I, this is, uh, I'm putting this on myself. I wish I could get into Avatar the way that some of my friends have, because oh, I yeah. love everything about it. I just watch it and I don't, I'm not gripped. I'm like too baloney, baby. Yeah, I know. And also the, uh, there's another, the Korra series is supposed to be fantastic. There's new stuff coming out. There's two rival, there's new animated series is coming out and there's a live action series on Netflix that the creators of, of Avatar have like denounced. Basically, and so it's there's a lot of stuff happening with our universe. I wish I was more into it. Um, mm-hmm. And then, and then also, there's like, I mean, that's the Nicktoons, and the Nicktoons never stopped. Like they're still going. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that I love, the 2012 to 2017 series, yeah, that's considered a Nicktoon. Sanji and Craig is really well respected. That's a Nicktoon series now. Um, what what's that? Uh, there's one more. What's the show that you? Oh, maybe that's a Disney show. Now show Nicktoons. You, uh, yeah, is, is all fine and dandy, but uh, what I think we're really missing here is the '90s had a lot of great live action shows, of course, including a couple that uh, you could almost say introduced like alternative comedy to younger audiences. Mm-hmm. With not only with uh, like we talked about, you can't do that on television, which was basically a Canadian kids version yeah. of Monty Python and Alanis but, Morissette vehicle. Yeah, exactly. But you had uh stuff like welcome freshman yeah. uh, and Pete and Pete. Totally. Well, that's so the live action stuff, you got Pete and Pete in uh, 1991. Hey dude in 89. Welcome yeah. freshman in 91. Clarissa explains it all in 91. Like all those, all those shows were so good. Alex Mack in 94, like, my brother and me afraid of the dark. We did a, are you afraid of fun size on that? And Nick was hot. Yeah. And these were, these were like, it's funny because like, if you were to put on, I don't know what, let me look at this. Cause it's right here. If you were to put on cousins for life or, uh, I don't know, Henry danger or whatever the fuck, those are their sitcoms. Now they're live Uh action sitcoms. They're 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 nothing. They're bad. They're like bad. And I'm not saying. I mean, kids can love them, yes. But they're like 
poor versions of friends is what every one of them is. Oh, like yeah. a bad version of friends. Yeah. We're the like our story. shows were like, yeah. I, I just think they were more unique. They were well, more Pete like, and Pete is like art. Yeah. You know? You, yeah. Salute your shorts. There's a reason why a lot of it has stuck with mm-hmm. people all these years later. And, and I think, Hey dude was cheesy and corny, but it was, I think part of the, pl- I think part of it was that it was going to be cheesy and corny. It was going to be these kids working on a dude ranch that was built into it, as opposed to a show that's trying to be uh, the next TV. They're trying to be a quality series and they're not, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think those are so, and then I, I serious secret world of Alex Mack, like in my, I know it was a Nickelodeon show, but like, I remember it the way that I remember like fucking X files and stuff. Like it just feels <laughs> like a yeah. big television series that was on, you know? Um, and I liked Clarissa explains it all was really fun and all those things. Uh, I don't think I ever watched welcome freshman. I'm going to, I will say eighties. Yeah. Nickelodeon just had something to it. If you spent an entire Saturday mm-hmm. watching Nickelodeon in the eighties, you would see some pretty random like cartoons throughout the day and shows before they started getting their own like notable program stuff from like uh Dave Coulet's out of control yeah or uh what was it Duckula oh yeah well you and know? also in the 80s I banana man I don't remember this but I learned it in doing the research today but um I when they first started out they did a lot of like they bought up a bunch of just weird other like car animation stuff from other countries yeah and would dub stuff and sometimes it was stuff that like what they're saying in fucking German isn't even what they've rewritten into the series. And it might not make sense, but it was weird looking. It was cartoon and it took up 20 minutes. So they'd put it on. And so kids were being exposed to just different shit, you know? Yeah, exactly. Which is and probably some, what like made RT animators... animated stuff. Yeah. Like, which is I... how it pushes animation. Do uh, you remember like the cat came back? Yeah. They used Wait, to show like is there an, that. Is there... Is there like a movie of that or an animation? No, no. It was like a uh, longer. It was like a longer music video they would probably put in when they're uh, like they may have showed something else and they only got like 20 minutes of runtime. So for filler in between these two commercial breaks, we're going to play the cat came back. So it's basically like interstitial, like filler, like stuff. That song, man. The cat came back. We fucking sang that like every day in school when I was a yeah. kid. What was the deal? Why did we give a shit? Oh, and like maybe it was just our school music music teacher liked it or something. But, like I feel like I know that song as well as I there, know like the Pledge of Allegiance. There are a few of those songs that, for some reason, a music teacher decided this is going to be the banger that we sing all the time. Yeah, and. Then, yeah. Those folks are fucking weird. We had this song, music song, that, and only people from your elementary school remember these songs. Yeah. Too. It's not They're, like your parents are going to be like, oh, no. you guys are singing The Cat Came Back? Yeah. Or ours was El Gato, Monsieur El Gato, Meow, Meow, Meow. Oh, like some is cat that the same on a story? Oh. Yeah. Uh, remember this song? It's like, carrots do, carrots do. 
it's my favorite thing to do. Do you think Get my pot and a carrot or two and cook up some carrot stew and me and fucking a handful of other old millennials that grew up in Des Moines and went to Monroe mm-hmm. elementary school know that song. Nobody else does. I wonder if it was something how like, you know, bars have to pay like ask me or, or no ask gap or something. Yeah. Like, bars have to pay a certain company to be allowed to play music. Yeah. I wonder if it's something like that where teachers were like, well, we can't get the rights to fucking sing Michael Jackson in here, <laughs> you know? And hey, so they're like, we got to yeah. sing these weirds. Cause like one that we did all the time was uh, the old woman who swallowed the fly. There was like, Oh a yeah. That. And the cat came back. And then there was another one that was, we got to do moving right along though from the Muppets. Oh, that's cool. Moving right along. Do-ka-dun, do-ka-dun. Oh, I don't want to get our rights taken away. I sound too much like Kermit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's crazy. But oh, back to the back to the programming. <laughs> the other thing we were talking about, though, with the Nickelodeon that rules is uh, the game shows. Now, I know I've oh, yeah. spoken extensively about how we used to watch Nickelodeon game and sports when I was in college. Like, uh, th- did they have Nick Arcade on there? Because they did. Yeah, Nick did. Arcade is one of the best cringe watches of yeah. them all. Especially, I can always remember. The video games that they would include, yeah, like the ones that they made up for the kids, they all looked fucking lame. Yeah, it was never fun. It, it was a rough thing, but it was. They were some, trying, it, and it was fun. It's just like how any game show is fun to watch. It's fun to root for one of these kids or one of these contestants. Yeah, and and find a way to do it. So so the game shows Double Dare. Then Double there's Dare. Finders Keepers, which is fun. That's the house one. Think fast, which I don't remember. It's they just throw stuff at you. Ah, you hell to, yeah! You, <laughs> you, uh, it's you walk into a room and they yell, "Think fast!" They throw something at you. Get the picture, which is basically isn't that just that bar game where like yeah. the, you try to get the naked lady? Uh, uh-huh. And then there's what would you do, Nick Arcade? And then uh, then we get the bangers, guts, Legends of the Hidden Temple, Global Guts, figure it out. Well, Double Dare is the banger. Well, double yeah, but double dare was just the beginning. I feel like also, that, that's when it hit. I double dare think, was on this whole time. Uh, I'm kind of disappointed. Do they not consider uh, Wild and Crazy Kids a game show? Because yeah, it's not on here. Oh no, no, it is. Never mind. It's the very next thing. Oh. Uh, yeah, Wild and Crazy Kids, 1992. Man, a lot of good theme songs throughout this. Yeah. Uh, Wild and Crazy Kids had that had a fucking banger though. Wild and crazy, a wild and crazy kids, and then the guitar riff would hit like wild and crazy kids. And then my... Omar. Oh yeah. I haven't seen wild. I never hear you never like wild and crazy kids never gets like mentioned. I barely even remember that. What I loved, my favorite of all these series is I mean, like obviously Legends is fun, Legends of the Temple's fun and whatever. Double Dare, you have a real fond fortness for it. But oh, yeah. Figure It Out was my favorite because I thought Figure It Out was the most fun Letter to, Kenny. to watch. Figure It Out. Oh, sure. Uh, Figure It Out was the most fun to like try to guess with. And I really liked seeing all the... It was fun seeing the Nickelodeon stars from the shows like Danny Tamborelli yeah. and stuff and Amanda Bynes playing themselves as the... as the. It, it was very much like the same reason I like watching those uh, What's My Line from 1950s when I don't even know who any of these panelists yeah. are but they all have a rapport and they're making inside jokes and it kind of makes you feel like you're a part of it and and so i really it's, enjoyed that 
it's a lot of fun uh, watching 80s game shows when they have their celebrity guests on. Yeah. And it's just somebody from down the hall. Yeah. Like, I was, we lost our internet, so I had to hook up the antenna and I was watching the buzzer channel. Oh, sure. Yeah. Good which is old game shows. And uh, they had celebrity password. And I didn't know who anybody was, but one of them was the mom from the Waltons. <laughs> Is how she was introduced. Well, that's funny too because she left the Waltons. She was mad. Oh yeah. Yeah, she was only on. She like the last two or three seasons. She was barely on. Caroline, Carolyn, Carolyn Walton. But you gotta watch the Waltons. No, I don't. Show. Yeah. No, I don't. Uh, I remember Willie Ames. I was watching one time on Game Show Network, and Willie Ames, who's the Charles's friend on Charles in Charge. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. And then he was also on like maybe the partridge family or something he was mm-hmm. on another show when he was younger right so when he was like in his teens he was on one series and then when he was in his 20s he was on another series and i remember seeing him one time oh it was eight eight is enough and then charles in charge and i remember one time on on uh, game show network one of his appearances when he's like 12 from a game show he's on it and then the next episode was when he was like 24. And I was like, this motherfucker made a whole career out of being on these goddamn game shows. <laughs> and I just figured that would always happen. Like I would just, every 10 years he's on another game show. Maybe he is. I don't know what he's doing today. Uh, also another thing uh, while I was watching real television uh, for the last couple of days yeah, that I totally forgot about. And this is one of the things you'd see all the time when watching Nickelodeon is all of the fucking one nine hundred uh as seen on TV products for yeah. toys especially mm-hmm. that you would forget about. Richmond, Virginia, Omaha, Nebraska. Remember better blocks? Man, I don't really remember them, but I'm sure I do. Are those the, the blocks that fit together a, like puzzle pieces? There's a commercial for better blocks where they're just trying to rag on Legos. I mean they call themselves better blocks. Yeah. And they're, I can just remember being a kid being like, I don't want these stupid fucking blocks. Yeah. Legos are still better. You'd be so embarrassed if you got those fucking. Things. Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. looking at them. I'm looking at them. Yeah. They're rounded. They're rounded Legos. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. So you can like bend them and do yeah. stuff. Yeah. I do remember these a hundred percent. Weird. I wonder what, if they revolutionized coming in their their Was box it? looks like the lego box i wonder. I remember one of the commercials too is that thing where you get a ball there's like a ball with strings and the strings go through the ball and you and your friend stand on other ends of it and you open your hand causing the strings to separate and then the ball zips to the other side oh that thing you go like this yep it goes yeah yeah those things were big a lot of those those uh the frisbees that are just circles, uh-huh. a lot of those things, you know. Yeah. Uh, oh, I there's also a commercial for bikes, but the bike uh, has plastic overlays that make it look like a Harley, oh, and yeah. the bike also chugs. Makes uh, 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 that's the thing that I I mean I think I've told the story on here when I I asked for that for Christmas one year and oh, then yeah. remember that and then uh huh. My and then all my friends started making fun of it, so I made fun of it. My dad's like, "Well, I wish you would have known. We already got that for you for Christmas." And I'm like, "No, I." Uh, that's very funny. You know what? I remember the commercials that were on in the afternoon on Nickelodeon. 
which were like, uh, it was for some, I don't know what it was for something that would teach you to speak in other languages. And in the commercial, the guy's like, I was trying to figure out how to go to the grocery store. And then I was like, oh my God, I just thought in French. <laughs> and I remember being like, looking at my grandma and being like, that's not how it fucking works, right? Like you still God, think in your own language. It's, it's just so weird thinking back about how long ago TV was like that too. Yeah. Where you just, and on top of that, like it's a lot of Nickelodeon stuff would be like coming up next, Maya the Bee, followed by the littlest koala. Yeah. And then later, Muppet, like they'd lay out because you'd have and to they, schedule like, your shit. Nickelodeon would do that thing where they like, and like C-SPAN does it, is the only thing that still does it now. But Nickelodeon would put up like a, a block, like a on the screen. It'd be like, okay, well, here's what we got the next act, five hours. Yeah. And then you'd look at that and you'd be like, ooh, okay. Uh, yeah, Rugrats is going to be on at uh, noon. So I got to have the dishes done by noon. And I don't yeah. really give a fuck about, you know, I don't want to watch uh, Maya the Bee. So I don't care if I miss that today. And it was great. And then one of the best things they did was when they did the Snick stuff. Or was it Snick? No, because Snick was Saturday. Yeah. What was the during the day thing? Like with the. Well, it was Nick Jr. Like that's what was so. That, that, that was Nick, Nick Jr. Jr. Okay. What they, I think they may have rebranded it a little bit later in the 90s. Because maybe they got a Nick Jr. channel. Yeah. Or uh, because they had all, I mean, they were so fucking huge, but they were just brilliant for how they took this channel and broke it into three different channels. Because yeah. during the afternoon, kids that are going to want to watch Ren and Stimpy, they're at school. Mm-hmm. So you throw on the Eureka's Castle, now, the Eureka's Castle and these smart, more kid related stuff yeah learning you know and then yeah the looney tunes the lead into all of your wackiness going on in the afternoons well that's the thing and then and then you wind it down with the timeless nick at night yeah which i didn't even get into because i figured someday we'll do a nick at night fun size uh but there was something though that i really liked that afternoon block if it was called nick tunes whatever they called it it maybe it was just called the Nick afternoon. It was so good. And they would do yeah. The, all the interstitials were great. So like, you, like there would have commercials that were fake. They did that log commercial and stuff all the time. And there was also a thing where I don't know what this channel was. I don't know what this show was called, but it was like randomized. I think maybe you could call a phone number and they'd be like, what show are we going to show next? Oh yeah. And then you know they'd have like you'd see like, an angry beaver and then mm-hmm. oh, Rocco. And then all of a sudden it would stop and it'd be like, and now we're going to watch all real monsters. Yeah. And that was really fun when I'm like, I like all this stuff or, or sometimes it would pick the one that I don't love the most. And I'd be like, that's fine. God, you know, oh, uh, yeah. you got to dance well, with who you came to the dance with. The, these kids today, they don't understand, man. Oh, you sure, know, yeah. these kids, I tell you, you just had to watch what was on Nickelodeon. Yep. That's why we remember Maya the Bee. Uh-huh. Or just kids programming in general. If you were, especially in the middle of the afternoon, stuck at home, you didn't have much choice. Yep. It was soap operas and Matlock. Yeah, that was it. You know? Or some, yeah. you'd have to settle and watch Babar or yeah. Richard Scary. Ooh, I wonder if Babar is good. I've never, I want to rewatch Babar. I remember that shit. I think it's dark. I think somebody dies either that or I'm mistaking it with a robot chicken. About oh, that would Babar. Sense. About Babar. Uh, yeah, it's really interesting how how much some of this stuff sticks with me. 
Um, and then how like I love the idea that it's you in and out. It's not like SNL. It is, I guess maybe it's a little bit like SNL, but it's like not too many things evolve like this. Like MTV, I don't feel like this. Like we're not like, oh, MTV was great 1990 to 1999 or whatever. And then other people are like, no, MTV was great 2003. Yeah. To t- but but with Nickelodeon, we, we it really can be that way for you because they just keep evolving. And so that, that whole idea of it's downfall, other than that weird producer that probably was a sex oh, offender, it's only- there's not a lot of crazy shit that's changed. It's still a Again, very popular thing. It's only downfall is the fact that it's a cable network sure. at its core. So you got to pay you. Not everybody had access to it back then. Well, no, no, I'm just saying that the formats changed and nobody really like needs Nickelodeon like they did. Oh, sure. You mean? Yeah. Well, and also the worst thing that probably hurts Nickelodeon the most these days is the amount of uh, uh, people trying to make do what they do. Like Netflix Netflix has like a thousand shows now that all look like they're Nickelodeon shows or Disney Channel shows. And they're probably all terrible or maybe they're good. I don't know. But it's like, if like, imagine when you were a kid, like, do you want to watch Rugrats or do you want to watch 140 other shows that are like Rugrats, you know? Well, yeah, not only that, but now you also have all of the stuff the kids' parents grew up watching that I'm sure they're going to like, try and force on them that was a that was an interesting thing with my nephews of how my nephews did know about all that stuff like my nephews did watch rugrats growing up probably more than i did because they had nickelodeon more available yeah they could could binge the rugrats yeah you had to set a schedule yeah it's it's pretty interesting um and then the last thing i guess um the last thing i guess we should talk about before we get on out of here, oh, this is fun. They Nickelodeon aired the Star Trek animated series and from 1985 to 1990. I recall that's fucking crazy. That's I awesome. I didn't like it. It seems uh, the series is weird. I've watched it on uh, yeah, so it was on Nickelodeon or it was on Netflix for a while and I've watched it. Um, I was too young. The um, the last thing I guess that we should probably touch well, also, I want to just say real quick how important all that the time was. capsule. Well, all that was very important, I think. And the Keenan and Kel and those shows, the Snick shows were um, even the Amanda Bynes show I thought was brilliant. It was really fun to watch. And the fact that all that is back and is doing its thing again, like it's going viral and it's figuring out how to be. uh, It's all that 2021, not all that 1990. It showed kids that they could do sketch comedy. Yeah. Which I don't really think there was. I mean, I know uh, you had you can't do that on television, but you had to be Canadian. And not only that, but the parents, like the adults, played big roles in in a lot of that too. Mm-hmm. Where all that was carried by the kid casts, basically doing you know '90s sketch comedy. There's a sketch comedy, you know what I mean? And uh, I don't know that's how I remember. I remember it being kind of transformative. There's a new on the new, the new, all that that's out now. There's a new sketch. There's a series or, you know, whatever you want to call it, like a, a, you know what I mean? A sketch, but they do it all the time. A a recurring sketch. Yeah. That's called canceled with Nathan. And it's so funny. And it's just him canceling people. 
and like things. And he's like sitting in a hot tub and explaining why things are canceled. And it's all for fun. It's, but it's, they're playing with the idea of cancel culture in a very fun, smart way. And like, uh, uh, good people write for the show and stuff. So it's like, it's just such a a cool idea that, 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 that thing was gone for a little bit, but then all the things that came out of the original, all of that, all the things that are coming out of this new one, it's, uh, I'm so I mean, tired of cancel culture, though. All these private businesses deciding what to do with their intellectual properties. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to cancel culture. <laughs> I tweeted that and I got nothing. Cancel culture? Yeah. Wait, you just throw witches into ovens? I tweeted my cancel culture joke, which was funnier than shit. I'll read it to you now. Okay. This is a quote. Okay. Hansel culture has gone too far this time. And that is a funny thing for the witch to say right after Hansel and Gretel <laughs> trick her into the hot oven, which she herself prepared for the purpose of cooking them and then leaving the ungodly witch to be burned to ash. That's my tweet. Some other fucker tweeted Hansel culture. And that's uh, the witch. And it got like a hundred million retweets. And I'm like, you fucking sex of piss. Damn. Well, you think you've ever tweeted about uh, Nickelodeon? Maybe. Let's see. Uh, I got to figure out how to spell Nickelodeon first. Uh, it's N I C K. N I C K L D O E. Yeah. Um, what did you ever fuck with the Nickelodeon movies other than Good Burger, of course, which is great? Uh, no, because they all came out when I was like. A little bit, you know, I was yeah. Adam Sandler, you know, I like Carrie the spy. I remember seeing that in the theater and really, really enjoying it. I was listening to the stuttering Southerner goes to the drive through oh, sure, with the yeah. cow. Hi, how are you? I was wondering, if I could, <laughs> have, could I have, um, excuse me, um, uh, the, uh, French salad. Does it come? Does it come? I like hot. Fatty uh, McGee. The okay, so you but I like the stairs. <laughs> Sorry, Adam Sandler, man, give it up. We Dude, should do an Adam oh. Sandler fun size. We already um, did. Oh, sure, it was like uh, fun size six. Yeah, and then I think it was like can... Ernest and him. We got all the heroes out we of the We did the greats, got him knocked out <laughs> early. Um, okay, so here's something you tweeted once. I'll tell you this Ninja Turtle Lose, Ghostbuster Slime, Nickelodeon Gag. The stuff my mom would make to save money. <laughs> Hello. What did you do? Just put uh, clay in a bowl and paint it green? Yeah. yeah Fucking no, nothing worse than a homemade gack. Yeah. It's like, I want Nickelodeon brand gack. What is this? Wow, man. I don't know nothing. I got to Google this. Make sure it's not some sort of a weird. What? One of mine? No, one of mine from 2011. So you're like, what are we talking about here? Oh, weird. Cap and balance was some political thing from 2011. It was a bill. So there was a bill going around in 2011 that was uh, HR 2560, the proposed cut cap and balance act. And so I tweeted better 90s Nickelodeon show, Keenan and Kel or cap and balance. (laughs) What about this? Someone just sent a good burger, good burger meme to my phone. It was an unsolicited snick pick. That's really good. I like that a lot. Oh, all right. Uh, it took 25. 25- oh, wow. I remember this. May 8th, 2013. 
So I'd been living in New York for uh, five days. Uh huh. Five days. I go to the Pine Box open mic for the very first time, and a fucking kid there was on all that and brought his Nickelodeon Kids Choice. Oh Awards. yes, I remember. I remember. I, I gotta, tweeted that. I got a fucking. I got a tweet here from uh, 2012. I'm just gonna go ahead and delete. <laughs> <laughs> So everybody just uh, wonder what word with good burger he put. No, it was Snick. I was, oh, I was sure. ser- searched by Snick. Um, okay, I got another one here. Let's see. Another classic hasty Nickelodeon tweet. Um, nobody is paying me to tell you this, but the Nickelodeon Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles show is great. Well, that's fun. And a lot of podcast stuff, and that's about it. Let's see if I ever tweeted about Snick. Come on, Snick. No, nothing. Uh, Keenan. This is Blue. great. Great podcasting I think right so. now. Blue it, Ivy, you did I it. I mean, I think I don't think podcasts serve your ego enough. Mm-hmm. You know that we read each other's tweets. Yeah, but not only that, but where we didn't even have it prepared. Like if we had a, uh, a producer. Yeah, it's like here's twenty of your tweets. I. I searched around with like Ren and Stimpy and stuff. Well, I think there's something kind of fun about the these last few regular fun size episodes, letting the wheels really fall off. So that yeah. when everybody listens to the first episode of the next incarnation of the Nostalgic Front, they'll be like, wow. Season two. Yeah. And also the fact that at some point we're going to have to figure out a way to make that all happen. <laughs> like we're going to have to figure out what this new show is. Also, uh, I just checked to see if Reemcore ever tweeted Stimpy. Uh, I was pretty surprised to find out I had never tweeted anything about Stimpy until I found out that it was, uh, I searched for Reem lore. Oh, wow. That's like the story of your life, right? Yeah. I, Kylo Ren and Stimpy. You tweeted that on October 22nd, 2015. Uh, too many Ren fairs, not enough Stimpy fairs. (laughs) Uh, ain't it funny how the night moves? And that's Bob Seger at the Ren fair. (laughs) Uh, that's pretty good. Uh, well, I guess we're done. I don't we are. I can't imagine. We are done. Uh, we we should go back, put a little bit of warning right in the middle of that spot. And be where like, do you hey. think, do you think of that part where I took a phone call? Or <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even take a phone call where I called back someone. Uh, well, anybody that's still listening is up for this stupid abuse. Yeah. Right. You know, maybe they do. They like the five good jokes we get off an hour. Yeah. Couple of, a couple of these regular ones left. I think, Reem, I think when the show starts anew, uh, episode one, season two, or whatever we're going to call it, uh, let's have some format to it. I really like the idea of maybe uh, uh, like every episode, it's like uh, today's episode is going to be uh, Batman and the Joker. And the first half of the episode is me telling you all about Batman and I had to do research. And then the second half is you telling me all about Joker and you had to do research. Right. Well, yeah, well, I mean, that no way that's going to be it, but I mean, something that we'll think of. Why don't somebody just put like $50 on the Patreon and the show will be whatever the hell they want it to be. (laughs) Yeah. Give us, give us a hundred bucks and the show's yours. Content's yours. hundred bucks a month (laughs) for a year. Yeah, we'll fucking talk about whatever you want. This is all of a sudden a QAnon podcast if you want it to be. <laughs> uh, well, uh, where can the listeners find you, bud? Uh, you can find me at Reemlore. <laughs> on you. 
all the stories about where I got my t-shirts. Sure, sure. Uh-huh. Also, uh, that's it. You can find Green me. Core, really. You can find me at Patrick Hasty. That's at P-A-T-R-I-C-K-H-A-S-T-A-E. Uh, PatrickHasty.com for, I don't know, whatever the fuck is over there. Um, I think we're close. I think next week is the one-year anniversary of the last time we recorded in the studio together. Yeah, because uh, this weekend was my one-year anniversary of like really doing anything. Yeah. The XFL game. It hit hard. It hit hard. It was so cool going to that XFL game. I, I found got like I saw the photos on Twitter, the photo that where I thought, saw you guys on the TV. Oh yeah. But uh just the access that you're able to get because the shitty seats were still field level. Yeah. Was pretty That's cool. awesome. Um yeah, it seems so fucking weird. Uh I still haven't gotten over my X FL <laughs> experience. I thought you were making a statement. You're like, I still haven't got over my ex. And it's like, well, brother, you're engaged. It's been several <laughs> years. I always, one of my early stand-up jokes was, uh, I invited my ex to uh, my wedding because I think it's uh, good to keep those people in your life, people who you cared about, people who are important to you. And also because I have not technically broken up with her yet. And I feel like this will really do it. <laughs> that was fun. Patrick 2011 bit, huh? Yeah. Um, Okay, well, listeners, I don't know if you can hear Murphy licking the water up right now, but that's pretty funny. Uh, tell your friends, uh, be cool. Oh, here's the thing I want to plug real quick. Go to YouTube, and if you're not... YouTube? iTube. Uh, go down. Go subscribe to the Doomcast. That's our friend Dan Umkathin's uh, YouTube, uh, uh, YouTube channel, and it's so oh, fucking... Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember Doomcast. It's uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Kyle Urban, Saksana by you. That one guy from Train Spotting, right? A chainsaw? A chainsaw. <laughs> uh, a motherfucking chainsaw! What? Uh, I said a motherfucking chainsaw. What? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's the Doomcast on YouTube. Go subscribe to it because Dan does. If you like our show, you'll like his show, and he does such amazing stuff on there. He oh, did you best. say the Dune cast? What? I think it's what uh, Timothy Olyphant. Uh, other people. Also, it's funny. I don't think I just realized this now. Batista, he's in Dune. I guess it doesn't. It's not inherently, but Dune cast. I've always kind of thought it was a podcast, but I'm like, what is this? It's a web show that he has. Like, why has he got cast in there? I guess because there's a cast. There's a film cast, a broadcast. <laughs> Anyways, go subscribe to that. Sub- uh, subscribe to the Ginger Snaps Kitchen as well on Instagram or on YouTube. Uh, that's, also, that's also a friend of the show. Um, tell your friends. Be cool. Never die. And as always, remember, if you're not an NFer, you're an MFer. So, so get, get the, the fuck, fuck out of here. here. It's great to have friends like Patrick and Reem who are obscure and yet thoughtful. I love this podcast.